the world of Sonic the Hedgehog, a new hero arrives. I am ready. Is there anyone stronger? No. Tougher? No. Funnier? I do not make jokes. I make warriors. Knuckles, now streaming only on Paramount+. Plus. Yes! Welcome to another podcast from InsideCarolina.com, the independent voice of UNC Sports. Brought to you by JohnnyTShirt.com, the go-to provider for all your Tar Heel gear. I'm your host, Tommy Ashley. Listen to the Inside Carolina podcast sponsored by JohnnyTShirt.com. If you're visiting us on YouTube, take a chance to subscribe down at the bottom of your screen. Subscribe, rate us, do the same on iTunes, wherever you get your podcast delivered to you. If you're on YouTube, you know who our guests are. I've got Greg Barnes, Buck Sanders, and we've got the best intern I've known, Gregory Hall, going to do a little fantasy football draft. I got my war room set up here. Buck and Greg, I'm sure, have the same. So I'm going to turn this over to Gregory. A little evergreen content for North Carolina football fans in a time where football season is unknown. Gregory, take it away. All right, so Greg – Buck and Tommy here are going to be creating the best UNC football team since 2000. So we got all of the all ACC players and all of the NFL draft picks with a few other players that y'all felt should be added that didn't necessarily make that cut. Uh, So you're drafting 11 offensive players, 11 defensive players with the goal of creating your best team. You've got a quarterback, two running backs, two wide receivers, a wide receiver slash tight end spot, five offensive linemen. Those are just position, like offensive linemen is a position. Four defensive linemen, three linebackers, and four defensive backs. So with fur- without further ado, Greg Barnes, first pick, it's all you. Well, I think we should start out by saying that anybody that has paid attention and listened to the IC podcast over the years understands that Tommy Ashley uh, – pitch the fit because in our list of players one player that was not listed prominently uh from 2002 who we thought would be uh, you know i mean really the, the second coming was cj stevens uh, transfer from florida everybody thought that he would take over for uh darian durant uh, unfortunately cj stevens is not uh available to pick and fortunately uh I've got the first pick, so Tommy cannot gripe uh, too much. I think I'm going to mix things up a little bit, and I've covered this team since 2007, seen some very good teams, seen some very bad teams. Uh, but the, the grittiest team that I ever covered and probably the best coach team that I ever covered was one that was mired in adversity. And so with the first pick of the IC – uh, fantasy draft. I am going with TJ Yates at quarterback. Whoa. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Impressive. Impressive. You that. that was cool. Lengthy NFL career. Uh, we'll have to see if that's uh, longer than uh, what Mitch Trubisky does. Uh, I would assume probably not. But uh, I think TJ overcame a lot of adversity. And what he did in 2010 uh, was ultimately, to me, one of the more impressive years that a quarterback has had for UNC. Boom, there he is. Greg Barnes, TJ Yates, first pick. Buck Sanders. Number two. 
Um, you know, I would be, I'm so tempted and I probably should take Sam Howe. That should be the pick really. Recency but, bias. Yeah. Well, uh, it was more than that. I just think that, uh, you know, for a college quarterback, the guy that was probably, I thought most effective in the offense that he ran was Marquise Williams. So he's going to be my pick. Boom. Second overall pick, Buck Sanders takes Marquise Williams, who everyone thought Greg was going to take, but he threw us, threw us for a loop. I was expecting actually uh, him to take uh, Sam Howell. That was my guess. All right, Tommy. Well, I'm going to do what I've always done when I've won fantasy football in the NFL. I'm going to take a quarterback, but not yet since it's a snake draft. I've got three and four. I'm going Julius Peppers at three. Let me click on Sir Julius. And then for four, I'm going Darian Durant as my quarterback. Wow. Impressive. Yes, sir. I think Darian Durant, especially in this day and age – um, he would do well. I think he's well. he's certainly not as skilled and polished as Sam Howell, but I don't necessarily think they're too terribly different of quarterbacks. Probably the first person ever to say that. Um, but I got my starting defensive edge rusher and my starting quarterback. All right, Buck, it's back to you. I am going to do something similar to Tommy. I am going to take Robert Quinn. Uh. <laughs> uh. <laughs> who, who, who's mad? Greg Barnes is mad. Greg Barnes. Mad. Well, you know, I mean, uh, you know, actually, um, so that people will know, at the last minute, I had to get Gregory to add Robert Quinn in. Somehow he had gotten left off. No, he was in there. He was just listed as the wrong position. Ah, <laughs> uh, okay. All right. Anyway. Um, I ripped up the, the disassociation letter. Yeah, but uh, except for Julius Peppers, um, I would say he's probably the best edge rusher that uh, UNC has had in the last 20 years. So I'm following a similar pattern as uh, Tommy, but uh, I'm going with Robert Quinn. So let's see if Greg follows suit with the quarterback defensive end technique. Oh, yeah, I'm going with a, another first-round draft pick, defensive line, uh, the guy that I had a class with, uh, Ryan Sims. Pick long-time NFL guy. Mm-hmm. Ryan Sims' story covering the Houston game back in the bunning years. Uh, Houston wore Carolina out with the cutbacks. And Ryan in the post-game locker room or post-game interviews said, man, we had no idea they cut back that much. Went back and watched tape of Houston all before the Carolina game. All those running backs did. Clearly not prepared for that one. Houston, I believe, whipped Carolina that day in Keenan Stadium. <laughs> You're up, Greg. You got another one. I've got another one. <clears throat> yeah, the snake drafts. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a uh, fantasy rookie here. All right, so, uh, again, I am a big believer that what you have in the middle uh, is most important. Uh, and it, this is a tough one because there's two, two guys here that I think are 
far and away kind of the main two guys that I think about when I think about the North Carolina offensive line. However, um, I know he's, I guess he's still a farmer these days, maybe, uh, but I'm going with uh, Jason Brown. Oh my guy, Jason, if you're listening, answer your email. <laughs> <laughs> okay, doke. Back to me, I guess, eh? Yes, sir. You know, you hey. don't get you don't get back to back picks like Greg and Tommy. You have to. Right, you have to right. Sit these I'm out. in the worst spot. I hate being in this in this spot, but <laughs> uh, you know, uh, I, I I kind of agree with. Uh, you know, the strong in the middle philosophy of Greg a lot. If I'm going to have a quarterback like Marquise Williams, I want to have uh, somebody he can throw to. Um, so I'm probably going to go with uh, Hakeem Nix. And there's a lot of uh, other uh, people you could choose. but And there's the, – actually, it's funny, this draft – the, you know, the way we selected the players, uh, wide receivers, probably the deepest group. Most definitely. I would say. Uh, but uh, I'm going to take uh, Hakeem Nix off the board and see what happens next. All right, boys, I'm building a defense. I'm going Bruce Carter. I'm going to have Peppers and Bruce Carter harassing the opposing quarterback. And to circle back on my other one, I'm going John Cooper on the offensive line. Favorite play of John Cooper, I believe. Gio was running loose in the defensive backfield in one of those games, and Cooper was stride for stride with him. I'm taking John Cooper, who surprisingly hadn't been – I don't keep up with NFL as much as I should, but I thought he would be really, really good on the next level, and injuries have sort of derailed that a little bit, but – those are my two guys for my picks. So we've got two offensive linemen off the board here. Yeah, you know, another uh, area of the draft that I don't think uh, is as thick with players as it should be, and that's cornerback. Um, and I'm looking at the cornerbacks. There's basically just a couple of names that jump out at me. And uh, – you know, the one that probably resonates with me the most is uh, MJ Stewart. So I think, you know, in a defense, uh, you can go strong up the middle and get a linebacker, but uh, I think you need a, a cover corner out there. So that, that's the reason I'm going with Stewart. So let me see if I can do that. Uh, done. All right, so I'm, I'm sticking with the idea that we're going to um, have some some solid players on the, the defensive end, on the defensive side of the ball. Uh, and so I think the, the easy choice for me, if I can get back to our page here where I'm making picks, uh, we're going to go with, uh, with a guy that can play multiple positions. And one of the things about neat that's about uh, you know, UNC uh, NFL Pro Day is you get to see a lot of different head coaches come out. Sometimes, you know, Mike Tomlin's been out a number of times. But we actually got to see Rex Ryan when he was with the Jets come out, and he actually ran players through drills when he was the head coach. And that was the only time I ever saw that. Uh, and one of the players that he was focused on, of course, was Quentin Copels, defensive end in North Carolina. 
played some outside linebacker in the, in the pros. But uh, Quentin Copels for sure is going to be my, my next pick. He was just a dynamic player on the edge. Uh, and he, he's my uh, – what is that, my, my fourth pick? Yes, sir. Okay. He exploded against LSU down okay. there in Atlanta. That was when everybody recognized who his, what his name was. Great game by him then started it. Yep. And then I'm also going to stick with uh, the defensive side of the ball uh, in a – uh, local guy, great story. Uh, he had a long, long career uh, in the NFL uh, with Indianapolis. I'm going with uh, David Thornton, a linebacker, such a, a critical position. And David is in. We still have only one offensive skill player off the board in Hakeem Nix for those watching and listening. Buck, you're up. And I'm not taking a uh, skill player off the board either. Um, as I said before, I think there's a bunch of wide receivers in particular um, that will be available. I'm going to go in a different direction. I'm going to take what I believe to be the best left tackle that UNC has produced. I'm taking Garrett Reynolds to protect Marquise Williams' blindside. So that's my pick. Nice pick there. I, uh, I'm sticking with defense. I'm going in the the uh, mantra, you need to be good on all three levels. So I'm going to go defensive back. I kind of wanted to go Dexter Reed here, um, but I got to go Denoris Searcy. Searcy was – I remember – first time I remember him making an impact was the West Virginia Bowl game, um, the one that Hakeem Nix had to catch that still to this day does not get the credit, but – if my memory serves, Cersei played a great game in that one. Had a good long NFL career, so I'm going with him on the back end. And then I'm circling back to the offensive side. I can't let one of you guys steal him on the come around. And I'm going running back Giovanni Bernard. There it is. There it is. I was wondering when he was going to come off the board for sure. Yep, I was a little nervous, but I got who I wanted. <laughs> you can play it in about yeah. third pick, and you still got both your players. Buck, you're up. I feel the need to go on the defensive side of the ball here because I've uh, neglected it to some extent. But uh, I think I've got my guy here. I need a, somebody to anchor the interior of the line. So I'm going with Sly Williams to – get next to Robert Quinn and uh, add some teeth to the DL. Great story, too. Sylvester Williams, great story. This is the sixth and seventh round picks for Barnes. Yeah, uh, we're going full offensive line here. Uh, need a left tackle. Buck made a good point there. I'm going James Hurst, uh, highly recruited kid, five-star, had a very long career in the NFL. Uh, he's going to be my next pick. And then a fan favorite, um, a very jovial guy, massive individual, uh, just, just a big dude, great personality. Uh, he, he was a, a blast to cover, but he was very critical in what North Carolina did early in Larry Fedora's tenure, and that's Landon Turner, who's going to be my first guard pick. Uh, so back-to-back offensive line uh, selections for yours truly. Three offensive linemen for Greg, just one apiece each for uh, Tommy and Buck here. Long draft, Gregory. 
Don't judge. <laughs> judge away. Judge away. He needs that protection for TJ. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> that's it's, it's, it's legitimate. Fuck, <laughs> you're up. Uh, okay, Doke. Um, trying to figure out. Uh, I also again feel the need to do something on the defensive side of the ball. You know, it's weird. There doesn't seem to be a great number of uh, middle linebackers. We got Kevin Reddick. But a lot of the other guys, you know, kind of played on the outside. So uh, I'm going to choose a current Tar Heel. I'm going Chas Rat uh, at linebacker. And I feel pretty good about that. He, he's, uh, he's the number two inside linebacker on Mel Kuyper's draft board right now for next year's draft. Nice. Let's see. I've gone Peppers, Durant, Carter, Cooper, Cersei, and Gio Bernard. I feel the need to get me somebody to blow the top off the offense. And I'm going to stick with the youth movement that Buck started. I'm going to Amy Brown because if we score enough points, I feel like Peppers and Carter will put enough pressure on you to have to throw the – you're going to have to throw the football and I'll let those guys get after you. I'm going to move over to the offensive line, and I need a center. And this causes me great consternation. I'm going to go <laughs> with Russell Bodine, Bodine, and put That's him a mean at – SOB. Yep, I will never forget Frank. one uh, one of our buddies, Brian Chacos, actually, who's actually on the board. Sorry, Brian, picking Russell, uh, <laughs> said – you got to be a mean something another to play offensive line, and uh, he is that guy. So that is my pick, if I can click it. There it is. Well, I'm going to go with a uh, uh, somebody that uh, I'm trying to treat this draft as I would if I was being serious about things. <laughs> and uh, so I feel like I need a slot, and – so I'm taking Ryan Switzer. You got your special teams guy there too. Yeah, he could help out on special teams, uh, but I love him in the slot. And, you know, he and uh, Marquise had a little bit of a, you know, some symmetry there too. So I'm taking uh, Mr. Switzer off the board. Nice pick. Eighth and ninth round to Mr. Gregory Barnes. All right, so Gregory, I'm going to throw you a loop here. Um, one thing I do not like about how this is set up is I don't get to pick an athlete. If I'm going to pick an athlete. I want you to choose where you want to put him. Um, but I have okay. T.J. Yates as my quarterback. Uh, I think it's important to have somebody who is um, versatile, somebody that can play a number of positions offensively that can be a threat. Arguably, there was no greater athlete that, comes, that came through North Carolina uh, from the state of Virginia. And so I'm going with Ronald Curry. Uh, he's listed as a quarterback. I could see him being wide receiver. I could see him being running back. Uh, I don't know how you want to handle that, Gregory, but that is my pick. Ronald Curry as athlete uh, alongside of TJ Yates in the backfield. Well, at least we're home cooking this. So I guess I'll put him at wide receiver for you. Sure. Perfectly fine. Because you can put him in the A back and, yeah, 
wide receiver Ronald Curry for for Greg there. Your first uh, offensive skill player. Yeah, and then I'm going back to uh, I'm going back to the defensive line. Uh, I thought a long time about going with Marvin Alston. A lot of flash there, but he's a massive human being, a lot of talent. Uh, but one of the one of my most favorite players that I've covered uh, the last dozen years or so. And he graded out as the best defensive player on North Carolina's team in 2019. Part of the part of the team, just a great locker room guy, great player. Unfortunately, because of his size, he's not going to make a long career in the NFL. Uh, but it's Aaron Crawford. I, I think he's just a great nose tackle. Uh, and so I've I've got him alongside of Ryan Sims at defensive tackle. Ugh! I mean, that is a solid, solid interior defensive line. And I'm very happy to make that selection. Yeah, good luck getting through that interior yep. for sure. And I think Aaron Crawford is Marvin Austin without all the mess. Yeah, I agree. Great pick. But <laughs> I'm going with Gerald Sensabaugh. Um, Peace. I like uh, – I didn't get to play with North Carolina for very long. He transferred in – transferred from a FCS school, I believe. But um, East Tennessee State, didn't he? Yeah. Yep. Uh, but – He's somebody that can help and run support. So I'm going with uh, for him on the defensive side of the ball. Ooh, let's see. The only thing I don't like about this draft setup is it doesn't slot them where I need it to be, so I can say what I see what I need. But that's all right. I can figure it out. I'm going another defensive lineman. I'm going. Kareem Martin. Uh. <laughs> I'm going to put Kareem Martin on the other side from Peppers. Solid. And People underestimate the value that he brought to that 2013 defense. When he turned it on midway through the year, that team got dramatically better very quickly. Yep. He, uh, he's another guy that just doesn't get the credit that a lot of people maybe do. Let's go uh, – Buck mentioned middle linebacker earlier, and I put Bruce Carter out there. I can't see the board over there on your screen, Gregory. I'm going my middle linebacker is going to be Quan Sturdivant. I tell you what, I've watched the throwbacks, and Joey Powell, shout out to him for doing the throwbacks. Quan and Bruce Carter got it done for that defense. That, that defense was stacked. I've got him – I'm looking pretty good on the defensive side. Y'all boys better have somebody. You better get an offensive line, or I'm going to have T.J. Yates and uh, Marquise running for their lives. <laughs> <laughs> good one, Tommy. I'm going to go with uh, a defensive lineman here as well, and I'm kind of thinking Ken Twan Balmer is going to be my pick for a couple of reasons. One – I think I could play him inside or out if I needed to. And he's off the board. All right, Greg and Buck, you each have one defensive line pick left. Just keep that in mind. Okay. Uh, pretty easy for me when you look at the linebackers. Of the, the guys that – granted, okay, John Bunning gets credit for this, no doubt. But some of the linebackers – Jeff Longaney. Jeff Longaney, Doug Mark Justice. Pascal. Mark Pascal. 
I is love Mark, is Mark watching? Don't talk bad about him. <laughs> is Mark watching this? Mark was I don't great. Know. All those guys are great. Um, the my, my point being the the defenses that Butch fielded, and granted, some of those guys were were recruited by uh, Bunning, were just incredible athletes. Bruce Carter, Quan Tournament, the other one, Zach Brown, who was the fastest of the, of the whole bunch. Uh, he's my next pick. Um, just a a great guy for one, but also just a tremendous player. Had a, had a pretty good uh, NFL career. And then I, I'm noticing uh, kind of with Tommy, I, I love I love my defenses. Um, Kendrick Burney, and granted, I'm, I'm tipping my cap a little bit here. I, I think Kendrick was just an incredible uh, leader guy, great cornerback. But one of my best memories as a, as a beat writer uh, – Buck and I were on the field. I guess it was at Miami Gardens, Buck, uh, but Tremaine Goddard intercepted yeah. a pass in the end zone. We were on the Still field. Still the deal. Still the deal. Uh, and Tremaine was a, was a heck of a player. Interception in the end zone where That's Carolina correct. tried their best to give that game right back. Absolutely. And he played a little bit of corner. He played a little bit of safety, but I, I'm picking him as a corner. Nice pick. You know what these these things do, and I need to give a shout out to Johnny T-shirt before I forget. Johnny T-shirt.com, their sponsor of this podcast. Great inside Carolina friend. Go to Johnny T-shirt online. Go to the store when everything gets back to whatever normal may be. Patronize them. Spend your money with Johnny T-shirt. They they deserve it. They work so hard to bring everything that Carolina fans need. They do what they need to do to. Uh, give us what we need um, as Carolina people. And if you're listening, you're obviously a Carolina fan and they've got everything you need, gear, jerseys, whatever you want, Johnny T-shirt and Johnny T-shirt.com. And if you're a premium subscriber, which if you're not, you need to be um, because there's huge recruiting news nearly every day on Inside Carolina. They give you 10% extra. Let me take another quick break, pay the national bills. We'll be right back. What's up, y'all? This is four-time NBA champ Andre Iguodala. Yo, and this is his best friend, the Ohio State legend, Evan Marcel Turner the first. Every Wednesday, we drop a new episode on our show, Point Four. We're talking basketball, business, and all the culture in between. From locker room stories to some basketball analysis from those who've been in the game. Now, it is a do-bet. Do average 29 and 11. God, shit. what it take to be an all-star? A win. Subscribe to Point Forward, the podcast, so you don't miss a thing. And we're back inside Carolina Fantasy Football, North Carolina Tar Heel Draft, here on the Inside Carolina Podcast. But sorry to uh, steal your thunder. If you're watching on YouTube, keep it quiet. Buck Sanders, what's your next pick? Uh, I, I stole Greg's pick. Uh, I took Kendrick Burney. I, I've got two corners, and I don't know if either one of you are going to be able to find corners, so Marquise Williams is just going to smoke y'all downfield because uh, I'm hiring Phil Longo as my offensive coordinator. And, Tommy, uh, back to the uh, Johnny T-shirt, you know, they're running a special on uh, Nike gear, which I think is already – they're running it like 20% off. So you can get another 10% off of that. So I just definitely. thought I'd throw that in. Yeah, definitely can't beat it. Worth worth the time to see them in person. Worth the time to go online for sure. And they ship it straight to your door. I mean, you can't beat that. You pick Bernie. That puts me up. Uh, let's see. Then in keeping with you, I'll go 
You know, this is interesting to me when I think about these type drafts. Do I think college or do I think pro? And a guy like uh, Trey Boston probably caught more heat at Carolina than any, just about any player. From the coach. Yeah, and I think, it, to be fair, I think we did a podcast about Georgia Tech game, Greg, probably, preview of the Georgia Tech game. And I said, Georgia Tech's going to run a, a play action and throw over the top, and Trey Boston probably won't be on the screen um, on the TV. <laughs> and the exact same thing happened in that Georgia Tech game. And he's turned out to be a, a, a wonderful pro. He's made a lot of money. He's done a lot of good things as a pro. That being said, I'm going with somebody else. I've debated Dexter Reed. I'm going to take Dexter Reed instead of Deontay Williams just because Inside Carolina did a feature story on Dexter Reed years ago. He's on the cover of the magazine, Warrior. And I know a lot of the young folks like to watch the video of Greg Reed for Florida State uh, pretty much running over Dexter. But Dexter probably had 600 tackles at Carolina, probably speaks to what he had in front of him. But the guy did everything for North Carolina during his time there. And I'm going to switch back to the offensive side of the ball. Um, I need another wide receiver. Yep, you only have one. I preach about football's one on the lines, right? Well, my offensive line might just be what's left over. So I'm going, let me go tight in. I know a lot of people, I saw all decade team on Twitter or something this week, had Eric Ebron on there. I'm going to go Algie Crumpler for my tight end. I believe him and uh, Darian Durant can hook up repeatedly um, when y'all put one of y'all's linebackers on Algie. He just muscled them out of the way. Algie Crumpler is my pick. We're at the halfway point now. You each have a quarterback. Greg has a wide receiver. Buck has two. Tommy has one. Tommy's got the only running back. Greg has three offensive linemen. Buck has one. Tommy has two. Greg, you've got three defensive linemen. Buck, you've got three defensive linemen. Tommy's got two. Greg has two linebackers. Buck has one. Tommy has two. So only one linebacker left for you two. Buck's got three DBs. Greg has a DB. And Tommy has two DBs. A lot of good players still on the board. All right, Buck. 12th round I'm taking uh, Elijah Hood. Again, it's hard for me to believe that in the 20 years of UNC football, there's not more names on this list at running back. But uh, I'm taking Hood. Uh, One year, I think he did rush for 1,400 yards. So uh, the idea is uh, they're going to be as good as they ever were at their best is the way we're looking at this. So uh, I'm picking up Elijah Hood. Everybody still has to take two running backs. So yep. I'm, I'm going to get one while I can. You know, I still remember being down in South Carolina. No, it was actually in Charlotte, Greg. You and I were covering the game in Charlotte, and Carolina kept throwing Marquise in the end zone when Elijah Hood was right there. I remember saying, just give the ball to Hood. This game is over. Just give it to Hood. Never would. One of the all-time – head scratchers there always a story about every player i figure i just throw that one in greg you're up so i need to round out my defensive line uh and 
I can do this because at the end of last year, this player uh, was, was moved outside to showcase his talents for the NFL. He was a draft pick. I'm going with Jason Strobridge at defensive end. Um, so that rounds out my, uh, my four-man defensive line. Uh, good luck running on that group. And then – The Crawford-Strobridge connection there too. Yep, that's right. Yep. Uh, recency bias, as you might uh, suggest there, Gregory. And then uh, – Recency bias, recency bias. Now, if, if you were – if you follow <laughs> – I, I don't know if it's even a matter of um, – I see podcasts, but just if you're familiar with some of our conversations and granted, we've been doing this podcast for a long time. Uh, but Jim Hawkins, our, our famed photographer, he used to get frustrated because uh, TJ Yates was not very good on those little short passes. The swing passes, ugh, a lot of those <laughs> went to the dirt. But where he was fantastic was on the deep throws. And what better player to throw the ball to on those deep verticals than Mac Hollins? Uh, so, Mac Hollins is going to be Ouch. my wide receiver alongside of Ron Curry. You know, people wonder what happened to Trubisky's year and Mac Hollins. Miami. Miami. Yeah. And ironically, it was an underthrow yep. that uh, cost him that, the rest of that season. That, that right there is the biggest play of that year. But, well, you know, uh, talking about. Um, T.J. Yates, Greg and I spent a lot of time in the press box uh, together over the years, and we would look at each other at some point in the game, and we would say, now is the time that T.J. Yates throws some inexplicable interception for no particular reason. Uh, so I'm glad, uh, you know, I love T.J. to death, but, uh, you know, I, I'm happy with Marquis, so – I'll get that out of the way. I'm going to, I'm going to round out my wide receiver room. Uh, I could take two Greg, uh, Gregory. I could take two wide receivers or three wide receivers and a tight end. Correct. Yes, sir. That is correct. Okay. So you've got one spot open here. Yeah. I, I think I, I'm going to go with, uh, the first, thousand yard receiver in UNC history, I believe. That's correct. Greg can check me if I'm wrong. Dwight Jones. I don't know why things didn't work out for him in the NFL, but I remember when we were at the Virginia game and what he caught four touchdown passes, Greg. Yep. Uh he was just unstoppable. So I like the size with uh Hakeem and Dwight and Ryan Switzer in the slot. I feel pretty confident. In terms of a, a combination of speed and size, there haven't been many uh, wide receivers come through like Dwight. Uh, Mac Hollins, you can put him in the same class, but uh, just, just some off-the-field issues that he had to deal with. But an, an incredible talent. For uh, those watching and listening, Buck's offensive skill players are complete now. All he's got left are four offensive linemen. I still have a running back, right, Gregory? I believe you took – Oh, you're right. You do have a running back left over. Okay. There you go. My mind is not totally shot just yet, Gregory. <laughs> you, you know, watching or looking at the available players for us to pick, Carolina, all they are is defensive ends, except with the ones that are already off the board. 
Um, and, I, and I need somebody in the middle. If I'm looking at my board correctly, I've, I've got the edges wrapped up. I'm going Nazir Jones in the middle. He's been pretty good in the league. He's gotten some run in the league. I thought he was pretty good for Carolina. So that gives me somebody in the middle, a big body in the middle. This is where, um, Gregory, you should have ranked these players so I could just click on best available. And I would have known. Uh, Mike Ingersoll, if you're still around later, I'll pick you up. Not quite yet. <laughs> so I pick – I'm going to go ahead and uh, – I'm going to go ahead and pick offense. So when I think about running backs, I don't think about the fat backs. Remember those guys? Buck, oh, yeah. Greg? Yeah, sure do. Ronnie think, McGill, baby. I think, and, and Ronnie McGill was not a fat back. He was not, but uh, – yeah, they. Uh, I think of thunder and lightning. That's my approach. I want somebody that's quick and can make some uh, hay on the outside. And that guy was Gio Bernard, um, probably the ultimate guy. Um, Michael Carter, you know, fits that role perfectly. But I'm going Javante Williams. I, I think you took Elijah Hood earlier, Buck. I, I think Javante is an impressive player. Good kid, too. He um, – he could – if they can play football this year, I think he has a huge year. Um, so, I'm going with him. So, I'm going interior defensive line and a guy that can run it up the gut in Javante with my two picks there. I think it will be interesting how they use Javante and Michael Carter again this year because they were pretty, pretty even with uh, rush attempts last year. I thought, why change anything, you know? True. I don't. I don't see why they change it at all. Buck, fourteenth round pick. You're up. I'm trying to decide whether I go safety or whether I go um, complete my DL. I've only got one more DL pick. Correct. That is correct. You know what? I'm going to go with uh, if he's still available. Let me make sure that he is. Well, he does not appear to be there. You know what? I, what I'm going to do? I'm going to do something a little crazy. Uh, I'm going to pick Cam Thomas. That's not bad. And, well, uh, him and Sly on the inside, and Quinn and uh, Ballmer on the outside. I, I feel pretty good about that. I don't. I don't know that you guys are going to run all over the top of me, no matter how awesome your offensive lines are. Uh, I can't believe this individual is still on the board. Um, so I've got to take him, um, <clears throat> Eric Ebron, uh, obviously just a, a dynamic, I mean, basically a wide receiver in a tight end's body, uh, easy pick Zach Pianalto. I don't see him on there. So I've got to go with Ebron for, for TJ. Maybe things would turn out different in LSU game. Who knows? Uh, okay. Let's see. I also th think we need to round out some of the offensive line. Uh, I want to pick Chaco's eventually. Uh, but I'm going with Kyle Ralph, uh, first team all ACC guy by a couple organizations back in 04. Uh, just a, a really class player. Great coach now, by the way. But I need him at uh, offensive guard. So Kyle Ralph is going to follow Eric Ebron. There's a couple offensive guys back to back. Yeah, that's a good pick. Ralph, definitely a pretty good football mind. Ebron, like I said, I talked about him when I picked. Um, Algae a couple rounds ago, three rounds ago. And it he's one of those guys that he made the great one, but he would tend to drop the easy one. Sure. Um, be interesting to see how he does in Pittsburgh. Buck. 
Yeah, I'm going to go with Lucas Crowley at center. Not every offensive lineman can do everything. You need a center, somebody to snap the ball. So uh, Lucas Crowley is my guy there at center on the OL. So I'm looking at mine, trying to figure out what I have left. By my count, did I pick a third linebacker yet? I have not. Nope. I'm going to go – you know, there have been a lot of good linebackers go off the board, and I need a – I need a guy that can run. If we were picking just purely on what's on the board, best available on the board, but I'm trying to field a team here, you know, I'm not going to have five point guards. Got to be methodical. Yeah. So I'm going to go Cedric Hodge. If my memory serves, he could run, run pretty good and cover some space. Greg stole Zach Brown from me. I was getting the band back together for 2010 if Zach Brown was still around. But I'm going to go Cedric Hodge there. I believe that completes my linebackers. You've got three, yep. And uh, I think I need another defensive back. You know, I've got one safety. I'll go – you know, we got a lot of safeties out there, not too many corners. I'll go Jabari Price as a corner. It's either him or Des Lawrence. I'll go Jabari out there. And uh, they give me some guys on the edge. All they got to cover is like for 1.5 seconds, you know, with Peppers and all those guys chasing the quarterback. So as long as they can cover and come up and tackle, we're good. Back to you, Buck. I'm going with the uh, awesome maligned, never fully appreciated Cole Holcomb. Uh, at linebacker. Um, I think we've, we've seen that uh, as many times as he was criticized for this or that, he's not he's making a Sunday paycheck these days. So uh, I'm picking up Cole uh, as my second linebacker. He's, uh, he's really impressed up in uh, Washington. Those coaches rave about him a lot. Hey, you work out, you bust your tail, you can make a check. And he's got some talent. Greg Barnes, two more picks, round 16 and 17. Well, let's see. I need to round out my uh, offensive line. Uh, I need a right tackle. I mean, is there a better choice on the board than uh, Ingersoll? I mean, uh, nice. Uh, I, I don't know. Um, <laughs> somebody can talk me out of it, but no. And then Mike, uh, Mike was on some really good teams. Uh, just a solid, a solid quality presence. I love my offensive linemen. I love my defensive linemen. I am stocked on both sides of the ball in the trenches. Uh, I'm happy at this point in time. Mike, send your check to PO Box <laughs> One Two Three, Greg Barnes Avenue. <laughs> That's right, um, for sure. And uh, let's see here. I was looking ahead. There's so many, so many options. You know. I like speed at, at – how many wide receivers do I get? Uh, you're all wide receivered out, my friend. Oh, see, the, the you, Ronald You took Curry. Ronald Curry. Too bad. Whoops. The only people <laughs> you can draft on the offensive side are two running backs. That's all you've got left. Only need one. Can I, can I have a uh... – ah, Where are you trying to go? Mike Leach? West, you know, yes. Five wides? Yes, I was. <laughs> I wanted Brandon Tate at running back. Rule breaker. All right, let's see here. Uh, I need speed. I need speed. So there's no better option than speed. If I can't get B. Tate, I'm going T.J. Logan, running back. Uh, 
lots and lots of speed. Is he on is he on Arizona right now still? I'm not sure if he's still with them or not, but yeah, he's a uh, heck of a player. I hope he is. Back yeah. to you, Buck. I'll never forget him in the state championship game in high school. Like eight touchdowns, like close to five yeah. hundred. I mean, ridiculous. Jeez. And yes, he is still with Arizona. Good for him. Nope, sorry, he's with Tampa Bay. Forget that. Red team. Red team, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's got Brady handing him the ball now. That's right. All right. This may sound like an unsexy pick, but I'm taking Jeb, Jeb Terry to fill out one of my guard spots on the OL. Probably one of the better guards to come out of North Carolina in the last 20 years. Him and Garrett Reynolds, I'm feeling pretty good about the OL so far. Those are two tough dudes for sure. Yeah. The stories about Garrett Reynolds and going up against his freshman year and just getting whipped and then turning out to be what he was is something. Um, he was he was 250 as a freshman to give him yeah uh, and he was those games that he got had bad nights were against all americans uh mm -hmm. pretty cool story i'll go uh i'm gonna go old school the 1947 starting offensive lineman brian chacos got the curry favor so i'll go chacos that'll give me a, a line so far of bodine cooper and chacos and then i'm gonna go ahead and get my what I gotta get five offensive linemen. I'm gonna go Yeah, you're at three. <laughs> <laughs> We're just gonna run five wide receivers, three running backs, you know, seven on sevens. I'll go Charlie Heck. I'll go I'll go young heck for my offensive line. So I should have one offensive lineman left. You're up, but circles back in a hurry. I don't see him on my cheat sheet, but let me check and see if he's here on the why, yes, he is. The thunder and lightning strategy, I'm going with Michael Carter at running back. I got Elijah Hood, and uh, so I'm picking up Michael Carter to fill out. I think that's all my skill players on that, offense. That is correct. You only have two offensive line spots left on offense. Greg Barnes is trending, hoping he can win game seven to six. You better believe it. <laughs> That is my dream, baby. <laughs> Seven to five. I remember <laughs> my son's first football game. Virginia, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, so that game was the weekend of uh, my one-year anniversary, and I booked a spa treatment for my wife in Lake Lure so that I could go across the street to some random bar and watch Al Grow and John Bunning gruel it out, and Carolina won seven to five. That was the, the highlight, highlight of my of first game. year of marriage. That is hilarious. The <laughs> highlight of that game was the flyover <laughs> before the kickoff, and those things dropped the afterburners. And I thought they were going to bust my – I had my two-year-old there, and I thought they were going to bust his eardrums. I was like, I'm a bad dad. <laughs> You're up, Greg. All right, let's see. So I need some uh, defensive uh, backs. I mean, I, I like long, rangy guys in the defensive backfield, and so there's a couple of them here. One at cornerback is Des Lawrence. Uh, I always thought he was a, at a lot of talent corner, so he's going to be my pick there. And then Deontay Williams, just uh, a good safety. Hate to see his career end the way it did, uh, but he was, you know, a, a safety there with some very good defenses. And uh, I think as a safety, he's just a, a great player, great leader. And so that's two big secondary picks. Uh, they're off the board. All righty, guys. I'm taking uh, to fill out my linebacker room. I'm taking Quincy Monk. And uh, may he rest in peace. 
a lot of people may be listening to this or however you're consuming this. Uh, Quincy Monk was an early adopter to the IC podcast team. He uh, joined us as a uh, letterman on the Letterman podcast for many years. Uh, I got to know him uh, through that enterprise. I was often a host back in those days. Tommy did some of that as well with Quincy, but he was a great guy, great family man. Shout out to Quincy and uh, Quincy's family. Um, just a wonderful person. So Quincy Monk and Cole Holcomb and uh, who else I got in my linebacker room, Gregory? Chaz. Chaz, yeah. All right. So Chaz Yeah, I'm good at linebacker. Yep, Quincy, good guy, all-around good guy. Got a got a nephew that played locally here that plays for Duke, a brother that played at Duke, I think. Uh, just a good family guy. I hate to see those type things. But, yeah, that's a good pick. But he was definitely a, a good player for North Carolina. I think uh, circling around to my pick, if my math is correct, I've got one defensive lineman, one offensive lineman, one defensive back and maybe one wide receiver left. I'm going to go offensive line. I'm going to go – I don't know if I'm going to fit the positions right. I'm going Travis Bond. Is that if, – if, you, if you're putting him at guard, you're going the right direction. He played a little bit at tackle, but primarily guard. Yeah, I'll, I'll go Travis Bond on that pick, and then I'm on – Three picks each left. Okay, so Make I them count. A, I need one more defensive lineman. Correct. I need somebody on the inside. Lord have mercy. Let me go Marvin Austin on the inside. If he'll bring it, we'll have a solid defensive lineman. I need you to bring it every night. Marvin Austin, stay out the club. Let's go <laughs> Marvin Austin. That rounds out my defensive line. Not a bad defensive line. Got Nazir Jones, Peppers, Kareem Martin, and Marvin Austin. Can it be a bad – Defensive line with Julius Peppers on there. No, he, he play all four positions. Buck back. Yep, I'm uh, working on my offensive line. I got Caleb Peterson. I'm going to put him play him at right guard. So I've got one more OL selection. I think. So my my favorite story about Caleb Peterson is he's another one of those tough SOBs. Is in talking with him on his pro day, he was in such bad shape throughout his career. He would have been a much better player in terms of production had he stayed healthy. Uh, but by the end of his career, he was just so beat up, uh, unfortunately. But he got to a point his senior year that the training staff allowed him to pop his shoulder, have it knocked out of socket three times during a practice, and they'd put it back in. After the third time, they said, all right, you're done for the day. Just the day? Just the day. <laughs> I was like, oh did that not hurt? He's like, oh, I hurt like hell, but you, you get used to it. And <laughs> – I mean, like, wow, like that's uh, that's tough. That's, that's brutal. Yeah, that's n not not me. Um, okay, so I know I need uh, let's see a linebacker. I've got to go with uh, Kevin Reddick, second best defensive player on that 2012 team. Uh, Vic Conan, of course, is, is not having good publicity at the moment, but Vic really kind of designed that 2012 defense, which is pretty good uh, around Reddick and that he wanted to give Reddick as many opportunities as he could because he was really the best playmaker uh, behind, I believe, was it, it was Sylvester Williams that was the 
first round draft pick on that unit, if I, if I remember correctly. Uh, but it was really Sylvester and Kevin that were the two top defensive players on that team. I'm picking them as my other linebacker. And then right, you've got a DB yeah. and a running back left to pick. Was Trey Balson not picked earlier? He, uh, Tommy we went on the spiel we, we and then him. flipped and picked someone else. So before, before there was Trey Balston, there was a Michael Waddell about his uh, blazing speed and how he would just run past people. But uh, I'm going to go – I need a safety. So I'm going to go with uh, Trey Balston alongside of Deontay Williams uh, in, the, in the backfield. It's just incredible to me how he's – Oh, yeah. What he's done in the league yeah. compared to how he did at Carolina. Yep. Coaching and all that stuff matters. But you got two left. You better make them count. You need an offensive lineman and a defensive back, Buck. Well, I'm going with uh, John Heck as my right tackle, and he's currently assistant strength and conditioning coach at UNC. If you hadn't looked at him lately, you could uh, you might want to take a look, and you'd understand why I picked him. He's about <laughs> eight foot six and 450 pounds. It's like <laughs> you cannot 0% miss percent body fat. That's awesome. That's the one thing about these offensive linemen. I mean, people people don't really understand how big these dudes are. And even in the, in the pros, they're bigger. I mean, it's ridiculous how big these human beings are. Uh, I mean, it's just fascinating to, to see the size of these guys. I believe if, I'm, if, my, if my math is right, Gregory, I've got uh, a defensive back and I'm going Mike Waddell. Thank you, Greg, for not taking him because I needed a corner. That gives me a punt returner as well. And then I've got a wide receiver left. Correct. And I need somebody to catch the ball on third and six. And there's two guys that are left that could do that for, for Carolina. One made a, an incredible play to upset, to help upset Florida State in 2001. Another one made um, some ridiculous catches more recently. I like to keep them young. <laughs> I'm going to Quinshot Davis for my possession receiver. And that a late addition. That. That a late addition to the uh, draft pool, Quinshad was. Well, I would have gone Aiken if he wasn't there. So I was going to say Aiken or, Aiken or uh, Quinshot are good choices there. Yep, and if, I, if we were picking special specialty, uh, specialists, I would have picked Greg Little. <laughs> he can punt the hell out of the goal. <laughs> Football, yeah. Buck, your last pick, what defensive back you taking? Mm. Seems like uh, I should have gotten to this sooner. I guess we could all say that uh, with our last pick. Uh, I need a uh, defensive – I need a safety, basically. I think the only one left is Miles Dorn. There you go. The only safety left. Wouldn't be a bad pick. Unless you want to play somebody out of position like you can on Madden. They're rating yeah, I'm going to I'm gonna go uh, Miles Dorn, and I'm done. Nice. Greg Barnes, Mr. Irrelevant. I'm showing us not Mr. Irrelevant, but he is because he's not on this list, and Gregory's going to have to pull some strings to get him in. Uh oh! I'm going. Oh, I'm going. You're changing all of my rules. Oh, no, no, I am no, going. You wait a second, no, no, Ronnie Franchise McGill. <laughs> No, 4.8 yards per carry, no, 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 17 no, no, no. touchdowns, no, no. thunder and lightning with TJ no. Lowe, Freddie McGill, yeah. Clover, South Carolina. No, no. <laughs> uh, disallowed. You're disqualified. <laughs> you just uh, you're going to have to find it. another. 
no strings pulled. Uh, I researched a list that uh, Gregory Hall has had it up for us for like a week, and I've been adding names all along. So if, if you had wanted to get serious about this, you could have looked at it sooner. You could have added a name. Sounds could've like you've got a uh, Johnny White or Sean Drone. I figured. I figured. How well, can Don you the franchise off? How we already you gave you an athlete. Yeah. And come on, man. He didn't I mean, fit. He wasn't all or a draft pick. The franchise. You can't, you can't completely <laughs> go off the grid. All right. Well, I'll go with another guy who had 2,000 rushing yards. I've got speed, and then I got speed. I'm going with Sean Drone, who's the first player that I've covered and the only one that I've known who sh- changed his name halfway through his career. He was drone to drone. Drone. And by the time you finish up, it was drone. So Sean Drone. We'll go with that. I don't know what it is now. Sean Drone. 2,000-yard rusher for North Carolina. My only hesitancy in, in picking him was that he had that fumble against NC State that started the spiral out of control, 41-10. to 10. But um, heck, of a, heck of a running back. Had, had some good times in the NFL as well. So. Look, let's uh, everybody look at the uh, – so we've picked 22 players. Three guys picked 22 players. 66 North Carolina players picked since 2000. And look at the talent. You know, not a lot of people talk about North Carolina uh, football, but look at the talent that we've left on the board, guys. And if Gregory, if you can get it's it up. right, it's right here. The available players. Can you all see that? Sam Howell. Come Sam on, Howell, man. not picked. Mitch Trubisky, not picked. Not picked. I uh, mean, wide receivers. Austin Pro. Daz Newsom, not picked. Brandon Tate. If he hadn't have gotten hurt, O M G. Agreed. T.J. Uh, Thorpe, not picked. T.J. Thorpe, I didn't pick T.J. Thorpe, and that's his helmet right there. <laughs> well, he transferred. <laughs> he transferred, remember? He did. He Greg, Little, Greg Little was not picked. Brooks uh, Foster, underrated. He was receiver. underrated, yeah. He was lost in the middle of uh, Brandon Tate and Hakeem Nix. We got, we got three quarterbacks here. Who's y'all's backup? Oh, Bryn Renner, Mitchell Trubisky, Darian, Sam Howell. Somebody picked Darian Durant already. I'm taking Sam Howell. I, I get the first pick in this round. <laughs> I'll, get, I'll get Mitch. <laughs> oh, so I got Bryn Renner on my as my backup quarterback. You and you love him more than anybody else. Favorite that's, player, Bryn. Your favorite one, player. 2010 spring of that year, it was it was Bryn Renner going to take over for TJ. Yates for that 2010 team. You, you know, I thought about this earlier when I was looking over this list. And the thing that, uh, I, I, you know, I, I know this, but I hadn't really put it together in, in so many words is that, you know, Marquise, he sort of nudged Renner to the side during Renner's senior year, basically. Renner got hurt and Marquise kind of took over the team and did really, really well. And so he kind of, you know, elbowed Renner on the one hand. The next year, uh, Fedor gave uh, Trubisky every opportunity in the world, played him, you know, a couple of series in the first half or whatever, trying to see if he could take the job from Marquise. But Marquise elbowed Trubisky out of the way uh, and played almost every snap his sophomore year, Trubisky's sophomore year. Although Trubisky did come in and do some great stuff, but he elbowed two guys almost simultaneously to to have his career. Pretty cool. I, you know, 
and we can wrap this up. We've been doing this a, a while. It's been a long podcast. I hope folks have enjoyed listening to it and tried to throw some anecdotes in there. But one thing, Mitch, you know, these days, Mitch Trubisky's catching grief in the league. Um, and he's catching grief because where he was drafted versus Mahomes and Deshaun Watson. But you think about what Trubisky did in a couple of those games. He came in against Virginia through one pass, was the pass to Thorpe for a touchdown that if my memory serves, won that game. Yep. He came in against NC State in Raleigh, I think in the explosive first or second quarter, through one pass, if I remember, was touchdown. I mean, that guy performed nonstop whenever he had to. How many times have we seen a quarterback be able to walk off the bench cold and play? And, uh, and then he had his one year and he had to go. Was there it a bigger, been- bigger game than Delaware when he did in the second half? Yeah, I mean, and he went nuts, and that was a, a ugly. I mean, it's Delaware, but it was an ugly game. Go Flacco. That's, <laughs> that's right. Yeah, really, Michigan, Michigan light. But I, I mean, it's just fascinating to watch. Carolina football is not hugely um, you know, compared to some of these places, but when we've drafted this, you've realized that there's a lot of good players that have played for North Carolina, and. Um, you know, Inside Carolina's done an awesome job since Buck took it over in 2000, covering them all. And I'm, I'm looking at my team, and I, I mean, this is going to be a beatdown against these other ones, but we are interested in uh, your, your choices, readers and listeners and watchers, of, of which one of these teams is the best. I think it's a pretty, I mean, this is somewhat of a bloodbath, but um, you still haven't selected Sean I'm sorry, you, I'm sorry you don't like your team that much, Greg. Maybe you should have prepared more I, I and got Ronnie McGill on the list. <laughs> See, it would have been unfair if franchise would have been on it. Let me tell you this. Listeners, if you're listening to this, I mean, Darian Durant, Bernard, and Javante Williams, Diami Brown, and Quinshaw Davis, come on. We're going to score 75 points against these other two not against, Not against my defense. Buck, I'm, you know, I love you, Buck. I think you might be pulling up the rear just looking at it. Well, uh, I mean, that that's uh, your opinion, which my opinion has always been doesn't count for much. Hey, I, I mean, will say – Marquise and Hakeem, come on. If you look at Buck's offensive line, <laughs> those are some mean dudes on that offensive line. With yeah, Peterson and Garrett and Chip Terry and Lucas. Wow. Yeah. I mean, he's got Hakeem Nix and Dwight Jones. He can't – it's not – it's pretty and solid. And Switzer. And Switzer. And Hood. Elijah Hood. And Michael Carter. That's right. You score some points. You went wide receiver, third wide receiver rather than a tight end. He did not take a tight end. Ooh, I probably – I might should have done that. But, uh, yeah. If I could switch, I would switch Crumpler and and Daz Newsom. Greg wanted like eight wide receivers. Yeah. Guys, it's been fun. I appreciate y'all taking the time to do it. I hope our listeners and watchers, if you've watched it, um, hopefully the YouTube video turned out as interesting as it appears on my screen. If you're listening to the Inside Carolina podcast, certainly take a time to go to wherever you get your podcast and rate us. Give us five-star rating. Give us whatever kind of rating you want. Put a rating on there. Helps move us up the food chain. Get your stuff, uh, get your uh, selections easier to find Inside Carolina. And if you ask a question on the ratings and comments, maybe we'll call you out and bring you up on the podcast same thing with youtube down at the bottom on the overlay subscribe to inside carolina barnes and 
Buck and Ross and all those guys do awesome jobs putting together videos. Don't forget johnnytshirt.com. They're always available for you, always available to ship you whatever you need, Carolina-related. You know, and I want you to rate these teams. This means a lot to the Inside Carolina. Greg Barnes is sitting there in his law library. All high and mighty right now. Yeah, it looks like GM, looked like virtual NFL draft. Buck Sanders with the sweet Inside Carolina and me just, you know, in my attic trying to push, push out a good team. <laughs> Take a chance to uh, rate us, let you know about the teams. We'll do it again for basketball. Greg Barnes will join me. Gregory Hall will be a commissioner. And Sherelle McMillan will come in for basketball. It should be a fun time. Thanks, Buck. Thanks, Greg. Thanks, enjoyed Greg. it, guys. Yep, enjoyed it. Thanks for listening to another podcast from InsideCarolina.com. Brought to you by T-Shirt.com. Where to go for your next Tar Heel gear purchase.